I have acquired for myself. Acquire for myself. Acquire of myself. The desire to acquire, to multiply myself. To join the choir invisible. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Turn, 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 turn. Upon those glories and catching, catching, and catching, catching flames, catching, catching flames, will on, will on thy torch appear, and catching, catching flames, and catching, catching flames, catching, catching flames, will on thy torch appear. Will on thy torch appear, will on thy torch appear, appear, will on thy torch appear, will on thy torch appear. Turn, turn, then thine eyes, turn, turn, then thine eyes, turn, turn, then thine eyes, turn, 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 then thine eyes, turn, turn, then thine eyes, upon those glories, upon those glories. Catching, catching, and catching, catching flames, catching, catching flames. Will on, will on, thy torch appear. And catching, catching flames, and catching, catching flames, catching, catching flames. Will on, thy torch appear. 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 Appear. Will on, thy torch appear. Will on, thy torch appear. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Turn, 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 then thine eyes. Turn, turn, then thine eyes. Upon those glories, upon those glories, and catching, catching, and catching, catching flames, catching, catching flames. Catching, catching flames, catching, catching flames. Will on thy torch appear? 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 Appear? Will on thy torch appear? Will on thy torch appear? Bone spiritual. I heard that Hegel wrote, "The spirit is a bone." Don't know the details. Only have time for the bare bones. Admittedly, spirit is a bone of contention. I don't have a spiritual bone in my body. Bone idol, I am. Looking for the concrete. I am a rag and bone woman. Can't help myself. Pick up on things quick. Refused to eat until I became a bag of bones. Throwing you one of my bones here. If it hits your forehead, make no bones about it. I have a bone to pick. 
I was born to love you. Hopefully you pick up on it quick. I chose to be an echo. Now, wait not, want not. Otherwise, bone we, shitty. The Acquisition of Language and the Language of Acquisition 1. Language desires, language devises, universal devices, universal desires. Literary means, literally, means of acquisition. I would be cautious about making universal claims of any kind. And yet, synecdoche, old Greek for simultaneous understanding. I am a part that stands for a whole. And as I stand as a part of the whole, I live in an imaginary model of the world, populated with false equivalencies. What my sensory system is to the multiverse, Dark matter is to the blind spots in my perception. And as black holes are the unconscious force governing the mechanics of gravity within my soul, dark energy is the unknown within myself, 
that has the potential to enlighten me. And as I stand as a part of the whole, my thinking is a flawed infrastructure which pollutes and destroys as it facilitates the exchange of valuable goods. And as I stand as a part of the whole, I live in an imaginary model of the world, populated with false equivalencies. My bias is my essence. I am the whole world. And I swallow a letter and become a hole in the world. I would be cautious about making universal claims of any kind, thinking that it would probably be inaccurate to declare that everybody had the same compulsions. And yet, exposure. When exposure is generalized, compulsion is synchronized. Compulsions are the result of a repeated exposure to a blend of sensations both pleasurable and profoundly dissatisfying. Do not choose what harms you. Not repeatedly. For you have a choice in every moment. Recover your will, for you've been poisoned in your childhood. Used as multiple choice template, this will help the world spirit to articulate itself through you. And you will become value form. The word for world is poison. Also, the word for world is resource. How can I approach compulsion with the most contagious of them all? Language itself. It is maybe because I am a poet, because I am a poet, that the words for world profoundly dissatisfy me. Not because they represent false equivalencies, in fact, they make for such adequate metaphors that the great majority understands the relationality they signify. Humanity was poisoned in its childhood. Humanity's sickness can be made a resource. In multiple choice, let us restore the values we have lost in the previous failings of those that came before us. The words for world dissatisfy me because they have become such ubiquitous denominators of experience that they have lost their character.
three. I picture myself in a comédie noire, an empty funeral. I'm wearing the same clothes I wore at the last funeral I attended. I am wearing the same clothes I wear at every funeral I attend. I am wearing a skeleton costume, which I know is inappropriate. But in the face of extinction, the great majority does not care what I wear. At every funeral up to this point, I talked to the other attendees and got to know the dead person a little better with every conversation. Now, I'm in a comédie noire, an empty funeral with no corpse. All dressed up and nowhere to go, because I am the only one mourning. Four. Dinner table. You have completed exercise three. Now turn to your own experience. You notice that a quiet taste is usually bitter. It is said that there is no accounting for taste. No accounting for sexual preference. It is said that there is no accounting for the expressions we use in language. You are sitting at a dinner table, heads moving, hands clinging to glasses, which appear half-empty to you, jaws biting, teeth gnawing on bones, sappy niceties dribbling onto costumes. What poison is everybody drinking? A pressing question for you is if you must sacrifice community if you want to escape a language of universalism. To your left sits the little match girl, who has found herself in the jargon of victimhood, martyrdom, heroism. Her jaw is moving softly. Blue lips. A smile, resigned but with a quiet candor. To your right sits the saboteur, a bedraggled, pompous matron with a limp. Vain, too smart for her own good. Gloomy, disordered, 
more trouble than everybody else. She has a strong accent, which she is reluctant to correct, for she knows she won't ever be fully understood. You know and you have noticed that a quiet taste is usually bitter. The dinner guests have dinner guest hands and wavy strands of black hair, and their jaws are moving up and down. The dinner guests are laughing, speaking. We all have everything in common. Even your dissatisfaction becomes the expression of an archetype here. Description precedes experience and viciously defines it before it can emerge. You are nodding. You notice that a quiet taste is usually bitter. You are looking at yourself from above and you see yourself nodding. You see yourself nodding continuously. You have noticed that your body signals to the other bodies Yes, you are speaking. Yes, you are laughing. And you see your head thinking, I can see with my eyes that you are speaking and laughing. Yes, I can see you are articulating words and you know and you have noticed that you are nodding. And you too are laughing and speaking and you see yourself thinking all that and you see that your body is a signal and your body signals I am with you and yes, I heard you speak and yes, my jaw is moving. Yes, my jaw is moving up and down and you think, I am encoding the meaning the jaws are producing. The bodies have signaled my jaw to laugh. And you see yourself saying, I am a mechanical body, programmed to nod. And you nod and you say, yes, yes, and you are signaling, yes. We are all speaking and all of our jaws are moving up and down. When X happens, Y. When Y happens, C. And you see yourself at the round table, and you know and you have noticed that acquired taste is usually bitter. You are feeling a little bit better, and still your jaw is moving up and down, relentlessly up and down. And in one moment you see your jaw moving, and in another moment your jaw drops onto the ground. Wide open, your face is frozen, and your jaw thinks, I am a part that stands for the whole. Five, you have successfully acquired the language of punishment and reward, the language of pleasure and shame, and with it, a life in intentional self-demeanor. Hang on, there is a bug on my keyboard as I type this. You are ready for the attempt to separate one from the other, to have an experience of purity. In that sense, therapy is based on faith. Your mother used to say, spirituality is a mental illness. Innate knowledge means that there is both a physical capacity and a drive to do a particular thing. For example, spiders spinning webs. This kind of knowledge is not acquired. Spiders inherently possess the physical faculty to spin webs and they inherently possess the motivation and ability to do so wherever they go. You remember that you grew up in a world that was a web, 
and you remember you go on to create new webs wherever you go. And then you want to leave and write a poem into a world that is pure, different from the web that you have just escaped, different from every web that you are yet to create for yourself wherever you will go. You had meant to produce something philosophically astute, but you find yourself disorganized, a body without faculties, so to say. Oh, hang on, there is a bug on my keyboard as I type this. A constant dream state that you are seeking to correct with an app, so that you wake up in flesh, not in words. The app is a jar and it says, One second, excuse me, I just had to get rid of this. The app is a jar and it says, quote, When you will have made him a body without organs, then you will have delivered him from all his automatic reactions and restored him to his true freedom. End quote. Six, let me purchase for my experience a new dress that's more fitting, slightly different. Not any more accurate, but less shopworn and moth-eaten. In an homage to Mina Loy, who wrote about a lyrical narrator who sees herself reflected as a mannequin in a shop window. The artist is mass-produced good, experience as theatre. Anachronistic, yes, shopworn, surely. Though not yet moth-eaten, are metaphors of costume, which point at the aporia between private experience and a public display of emotion. I'm referring to the suspension of disbelief, or the art of living truthfully under imaginary circumstances, or the alienation effect. My moss-eaten skull repeats to me again and again, don't listen to your instincts because they are destructive. A compulsion lies in the suspension of disbelief, the intentional denial of the fact that injustice is a reality, in fact, the only reality. Oh, if I were stronger, to defeat tragedy, that which is unrelenting, indomitable, stubborn. And yet, if I am the whole world, why would I destroy what is? It is not the first time that the death of tragedy fits the modern life like an old costume sewn once again. A few words about Friedrichstraße. Mass production on Friedrichstraße. To my left, a costume for the price of three to four poetry commissions. A window display decorated like a penny store. Handwritten price tags with unusually high numbers. You would be surprised to know how much money it takes to make a woman look so cheap. To my right, Galerie Lafayette, 
advertised the francophone joie de vivre, with the enormous head of a blonde female who blows a kiss at a small domesticated phallus, the Eiffel Tower sitting on her palm. She smiles at me coquettishly. Bonjour. I roll my eyes, which immediately reveals itself as too weak a gesture in relation to this symbolism's nonchalant intensity on public display, in my private self. Somewhere behind my skull, I am aware of the reality of this reality as the synecdochal feeling state creeps in. I am a part of a whole. This is me mourning. Possible worlds are dying when one world is real. Every time a shop window is decorated, a skeleton cries. The act of acquiring requires desiring. The act of desiring requires acquiring. Desire is not, in fact, an act, rather imposition or disposition, as is the need to feed yourself. Cause and effect require standing erect. I stand corrected when work is neglected, when requirement is a threat to retirement, a predicament. Inclination is not salvation. Affection or affectation, a fractured social relation, works a negation of any sensation, yet the foundation for the formation of feeling, a ration of passion. Turn, turn, then thine eyes, turn, turn, then thine eyes, turn, turn, then thine eyes, turn, 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 then thine eyes, turn, turn, then thine eyes, upon those glories, upon those glories, the composition had been adapted and rehearsed multiple times with a mediocre performer and was prematurely presented in several failed attempts. The result was disastrous and killed the original piece which had first been performed on May 2nd, 1692. I must confess that my curiosity had been considerable to hear the artist's work, who pundits say to be worthy of being ranked alongside the greatest of all time. I was in a perfectly admiring disposition of mind when the tragedy began. But what was my disappointment upon hearing it? Instead of the masterpiece which I had been promised, a long succession of insignificant phrases, ill-connected modulations and incorrect albeit pretending harmonies, at first I imagined myself deceived and thought I ought to doubt my judgement on a style of music to which I was unaccustomed, but a highly distinguished colleague of mine who stood beside me received precisely the same impression. Such indeed was the inconvenience felt by him. He gasped in an embarrassed manner and almost did not dare admit that he too had found the work to be long